Officials in Ukraine say that three people, including two children, have been killed in the latest Russian missile attack. Fourteen other people were injured. Kyiv's mayor, Vitaly Klitschko, said the missile hit a medical clinic. There have been 18 such attacks on Kyiv since the start of May. Let's go live to Kyiv now and to our correspondent, James Waterhouse. James, it might be early, too early to say, but do we know how effective Ukraine's air defence systems were in this missile attack? Well, we're told by officials that most, if not all, of the drones launched towards the capital last night were intercepted. And I think that represents a broader trend of Ukraine's air defence systems being highly effective. I think we've seen the US provide Patriot systems, which have uh, been hugely valuable to Ukraine in its ability to defend the skies. But the question remains, why is Russia doing this? Because I think many thought that its ta tactic of targeting Ukrainian cities with relentless missile attacks would end with the conclusion of winter because it was trying to, Moscow was trying to deprive Ukrainians of energy and water by taking out key infrastructure sites. Um, but if anything, the opposite has happened. And the thought is in some circles that Moscow is trying to get ahead of a much-anticipated Ukrainian counter-offensive, which, by the way, hasn't demonstrably started yet. Um, but it's also trying to exhaust Ukraine's air defences, because every time you fire a missile, it takes another missile on the Ukrainian side to take it out. So that could be a possible reason. But here we are yet again in a city that is well-rehearsed in, uh, well-practiced in, in moving down to air raid shelters, where sirens interrupt uh, much of the day. And it is civilians that find themselves directly in harm's way. Even if a missile is intercepted, it's the falling debris uh, which causes so much damage. And it seems to be the case this morning. People have uh, described seeing debris fall. One man told Ukrainian TV that he was locked out of his shelter and his wife was killed by falling metal. So it gives you an idea that even when air defences work, no one is safe, but it's worth reiterating that these kind of tactics, while they do pressure the population, while they do cause further human loss, they don't change much in a military sense across a front line that spans 600 miles. But nevertheless, here we are again, waking up to scenes of devastation. Yes, James, as you say, the, uh, you know, the suggestion is that this is part of Russia trying to deplete and damage Ukraine's air defence uh, systems ahead of the counteroffensive. Is there an ind indication of whether that is having an effect, given that this is a counteroffensive that has been anticipated for a while? Well, no, as I said, it, do it doesn't, you know, the, this is in separation to any kind of military movement. You have, you know, there's such a high level of military activity where Ukraine is moving soldiers, it is moving military hardware. But so too is Russia. Russia is bolstering defences in anticipation of any kind of attack. And to be frank, while you have President Zelensky saying we've fixed a date for the counteroffensive, you have to take that with a pinch of salt because a wartime leader is hardly going to disclose his tactics to the wider world on, on TV. Nevertheless, I think Ukraine is certainly readying itself. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen in a month. But even if that attempt is made, there are no guarantees that Ukraine could re retake swathes of territory like it did last year. And Kiev has been quite candid about 
air defences in that it, it continually calls the West for more for more ammunition because in a war of attrition, Ukraine is still the smaller side. Russia has more men and it has more military hardware. It has more ammunition. Ukraine less so, which is why you'll continue to see Kiev asking the West for more. And I think these airstrikes are, are, are an attempt by Moscow to exploit that. James, thank you. Our correspondent, James Waterhouse, live in Kiev for us.